Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another Manchester United Arsenal show. Mandem United podcast meets the Gonna Talk from the Arsenal podcast. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United and Arsenal related. It may be on the two friendlies that both sides had yesterday with Arsenal beating Barcelona 5-3, Real Madrid beating Manchester United 2-0. It may be in regards to transfers as well, transfer news, transfer rumours, or signings either club have made. So like I always state, big up to everyone who's supporting. Please make sure you hit the like button on the video. Vitally important you do that. Hit that like button as soon as you land, whether you're watching live right now or watching this back. Please share across all of the socials as well. All them social media apps you are active on, please share across all the socials and subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV as well. It is rolled to 8,000 subscribers here. So hit that subscribe button. And like I said, keep all your comments or your questions Manchester United or Arsenal related and of course if you do indeed super chat we will get straight to your comment or question normally I'm joined by Cam Cam he's my regular co-host on this show but he can't make it on this week but he will be back next week so salute to Cam Cam every single time but as always you know what I'm saying with Sarcasm City always try and bring you lot the best content creators the best special guests so this person here I'm about to introduce making his debut on the actual YouTube channel he's called into the fan calling show a couple times had me cracking up with his honesty about his own team. I've been blessed enough to be on his channel before as well. Got to welcome my like TJ Warren to the channel. Yes, TJ, what are you telling me? You good? Bro, I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, getting that message from you saying, uh, asking me to come on today. It's an absolute honor. I've been a fan for a while. Um, big up Cam Cam every time. Hope everything's well with him. He is, he is one of the most entertaining guys <laughs> I've seen on YouTube, period, brother. Like, I, I love that guy. So, so big him up. I'm big shoes to fill. But again, thanks for having me on, brother. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Anytime and we go chop it up. Definitely yeah, good for you to make your debut fully on here as we're talking all things with your football club, all things oh, yeah. with my football club as well. So people get your questions in as well. Big up to Jesse in the cup. He says, yo, everyone, big up Warrior J as well. TJ is here. I will be adding his channel to the title as well, but make sure you go subscribe to TJ Warren TV. And Jesse, yes, I'm just waiting to hear back from more people. So for those that were not on the Q&A yesterday, any members of the channel, any level if you are a member and you want to join the members group chat follow the sarcasm city tv instagram and just let me know and i will add you to the group chat people so there's going to be football talk probably plus more going on in there tj's in there jesse's in there as well so we're just waiting all it, all it is jesse i'm just waiting to hear back from people so i've let all the members know i'll probably put out a community post actually that's what i am going to do yeah. i'll put it out on the community page and let everybody know there is a group chat on instagram if you do indeed want to be added to the group chat but we'll start with your club we'll start with your club tj <laughs> where do i start Wallace? where do i start bro um like i was talking yeah, where, to you about i'll let you where do you want to start in regards to your so let's 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 start with the game last week because we uh god it seems it seems like a long time ago but that game was only like what five days ago five yeah it was yeah, four, it was four or five days ago. ago it was quick so you know we're getting Jekyll and Hyde with this team right now. So what what I got a couple of things that worry me. So if I go off on a rant, that's probably that's what's cool, going to happen. Hey, it's that's just going to be flowing. <laughs> it's all good. It's, it's just cool. going to be flowing. So what? So you know we're 
for all, we're getting re bannered for all the right reasons right now. And what I what I always say on my channel is, guys, you're not going to hear any BS from me. You're not going to hear any happy clapping. You're not going to hear me me bigging up the team without having any sort of restrictor on it. Okay, there are certain channels that do that. There are certain individuals on this platform that do that. I'm not going to call them out, but I'm not that guy. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I look at it honestly. <laughs> I see what I see with my eyes, and I offer my straightforward opinion. So here we go. Um. So yeah. That that game against Man United uh, was not a friendly to the people that actually care about this club, period. Um, I think that um, Man, Man United are our rivals. Losing to Man United is worse for me than, you lose, than losing to Spurs because you guys are what we aspire to. You guys are the biggest club in English football, period. There is no argument about that. So when I see people saying, oh, it's just a friendly – it's just a friendly. We don't need to worry about, you know, we don't need to worry about beating these guys after we lost 2 0. And we lost twice, by the way. We lost twice in one night, Flawless. Twice in one night. Well, the penalty so, as well, the penalty shootout. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so the right. penalty shootout, which which I think is a joke to begin with, by the way. That's that's such an American thing, by the way. It's like, oh, the game wasn't enough for you, so we're gonna throw the penalties at you. That's yeah, an American it adds, thing. It adds a little bit more, you know, for the for the fans. I get it. You know what I'm saying? It adds a, something else. Yeah, I'm it, it adds something else. But literally, I was just like, after we lost 2-0, I'm like, I can't be asked. And Ramsdale's so bad at PKs. You know what time it was. Like, it wasn't like <laughs> – like, Matt Turner is the only person on this team that can save PKs. And he did in the, uh, in the Gold Cup. So – you know, you, Sorry, you know, you can chat, see him. you in the you know. chat already. Sorry to cut you off. What? That's me cracking up already. That's yeah. what it is. Like, I'd say it ran incoming and says TJ slided into the cam cam roll with East. Sorry, right. it, it just is what it is, bro. Like, like, look, look, me and, me Sorry, and Cam Cam. No, it's, it's all good, bro. It's all good. Me and Cam Cam are cut from the same cloth. We want what's best for this team, bro. We yeah. want what's best for this team. <laughs> oh That's God. all that matters. You know, that's all that matters. So when we lose, I'm going to be upset. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. paint. <laughs> I'm not going to paint dog shit gold, man. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to oh. do it. Sorry for cussing. I'm not going to nah, do it. It's cool. It. Now nah, you can cuss it. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, okay. Cool, it's cool. calm. Get off your like, chest. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So so it is what it is. What I What I saw... So I op I did a watch along. So I'm doing all these watch alongs for the preseason because you know bigger content creators do the watch alongs. I don't bother. I just do the I just do the the match reactions, right? Okay. That's so right. I do I do the preseasons because they're on ESPN over here. It doesn't cost me anything to watch them, so I do them. Mm. Um, and I, I the first thing I said on there against Man United, I see Heaton is in net. I'm like, oh, we got these guys. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like two nil incoming, bro. It, it's it's done. It's dusted. We did not get one shot on net. We had a P roller. We had a P roller from Martinelli that he should have buried, and that was it. That was it. We were we were dead the rest of the time. Kai Havertz. When I, the first words I literally said to you, flawless. When I called into your show, I remember. You remember why. Yeah, 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 why? I remember. Yeah, why, I bro? Remember. Yeah. So, so, and he proved it. And and look, a deflection against Barcelona, like literally, who who took the shot that he deflected in? I don't remember. Um, but he, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm last sure. night against Barcelona, so literally, there's a shot. Yeah, yeah. If if you're in the chat, let me know. So you shoot. Window. He shot and literally deflected it past whoever the dead keeper was in because it wasn't freaking Ter Stegen. They threw, in their, they threw in their backup goalkeeper. And he's running around like he just did something. I'm like, literally, you just stole that guy's goal. It was going in. It was going in. 
So, like, I'm not hearing it. I'm not sold on Kai Havertz. I'm not getting him out, but I'm not sold on him. So, big up Casually FC. I'm just saying it's Rafina. Oh, yeah, big up to Casually FC first and foremost for the raid. Make sure you go subscribe. Marshall, you're also a member. Marshall, if you want in in the group chat, let me know because you are a member of the channel as well. So, let me know. Big up to Marshall and big up to Eddie as well, my bro, who says shout out to TJ making that well-deserved debut. Hit the like, subscribe, or become a member. You already know. Look to Eddie every single time. But, yeah, go on. Carry him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I'm not sold on Kai Havertz. He's wearing the badge, so I'm not going to absolutely sell him out. You know, I want to see him get consistent um chances in the premier league before i sell them down the river um you know but we know we, we all know when i'm when i come up here and I, I i tune into your show after i get home from the gym normally right and you got you got lewis on here you got ahmad on here you got all these got ahmed on here you got uh, got all the chelsea guys on there and they're laughing they're <laughs> laughing and i'm like i would be laughing too bro it's like I said, it's just like, you know, United goes after Mason Mount and I'm laughing at you guys. I'm like, ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys, I can't believe you guys are going after Mason Mount. Oh, Arsenal's linked to Kai. Ah, great. Okay. So if, if we're going to, if anybody's going to be more embarrassed, if there's a way for Arsenal to embarrass us more, mm-hmm. they'll find it. Yeah. So again, that that's it. So and that's really all I can say about the Man United game. I mean, you guys beat mm-hmm. us. We died in the midfield. Um. Obviously, it looks like Rice picked up an injury in that oh, game. Did he, actually... why he didn't play yesterday. Yeah, he didn't play yesterday. Oh, he wasn't even on the I bench. Didn't know that. I didn't watch either game, so that's why yeah. I was unsure. I didn't, they were saying, I mean, I didn't they were that, saying so. yeah, they were saying muscle tightness. So I'm like, okay, well, hopefully he's all right. Oh, he'll be all right. That just means but, more so that he's not up to speed, which he's not. Yeah. So this is, this is a question of getting up to speed, which I believe which, he will. Yeah, which is cool, which is cool, which is fine. But, you know, it doesn't – It this midfield, man, I'm telling you, and, and I'm – you know who looked really good last night? Go on, who? Thomas Party. Yeah. He... <laughs> so, so my my midfield, and I want to hear it in in the chat, by the way. Yeah, and Dan, I knew it was Ter, Ter Stegen first half. In the second half, it wasn't though. Um, yeah. So w- the the midfield that we all want to see and we all deserve, in my opinion, after the 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 midfield that we saw with Granite Jacket in it, is uh, Rice, Partey, and Odegaard. That is what we need to see. Move that's your best move rice up, clearly. Move rice up to, to left center mid and let him cook. The guy is capable of being an offensive threat. He's way better than Kai Havertz. No, no Jorginho. He's a good backup. No, nor nor Jorginho. Watching that guy, watching that guy turn around and try to keep pace is like watching an oil tanker try to turn around. It's tough to watch. He's older. He's older. That's all. And I don't want to see El Nenny. I don't want to see Lakanga get those guys out of my club. But it, it, it's one of those things where, man, like, like I saw a lot of good things against Barcelona last night too. Like we, we we kept the pace. We were playing a really really high line, which led to three goals on the counter, except for the the free kick, which Odegaard directed past Ramsdale. Um, but yeah, that we gave up two goals on the counter, and um, playing a high line like that um, ha- has its rewards. But you definitely saw Barcelona take advantage of it. And if we continue to do that, we basically just provided a blueprint on how to beat us in the prem. So I don't know, man. I know I'm a little all over the place. I, w- I would love to take some questions from the chat, but yeah, no, man. You're not, man. Keep, like, the, chat's, the, the chat is fully enjoying what yeah, you're saying. As am I, the floor is yours. Take your time. That's all what right. we're here for. The floor Sweet. is yours. All right. So, so yeah, no, other things. So the best player for Arsenal right now mm. is Leo Trossard. That guy is an absolute baller 
so consistent. Like, and w- what what scares me about Leo Trossard is because we're so fixated on Martinelli right now, and because because mm-hmm. he is such a great talent, but mm-hmm. he's just not as consistent as Trossard. And okay. Trossard was just getting his goals and assists output, especially this preseason. Yeah. Yeah, I was there for I was actually at the stadium for the MLS All-Star game. The guy was an absolute boss. We were playing dead players. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely, absolutely dead players. But he is so calm. He scores goals and he doesn't even celebrate. It's just part of the job. It's just like, yeah, guys, this is what you pay me to do. So I'm gonna do it. He's an absolute boss. Trossard, they literally are calling this guy Bossard right now. I want I cannot wait for him to have his own song. I'm a fan. I'm ready I'm a, to I'm, I'm I think a he's huge a very fan. good player. I'm, I'm a, a big fan. Huge fan of Trossard, man. So um, what worries me, though, is that he's not going to get the minutes that I feel he deserves and he feels he deserves, and, and he'll want to leak because he's a guy who slotted in at center forward for us at the end of the season last season when Enkedia was dead in the water and everybody knew it, and he picked up an injury, probably to his pride, and and <laughs> Trossard, to his pride. <laughs> yeah, Trossard come in here, comes in there and is cooking – rotating at the top with Martinelli and, and Saka. Hmm. So it's like once Jesus came back and I'm a big Jesus fan, I'm a huge Jesus fan, man. I, I wanted, when he came in, I was so excited. I was, I, I bought the shirt with the Jesus on the back. Like literally I was yeah. stoked and yeah. his output wasn't good enough. He gets injured, which I don't blame him for injuries happen. Yeah. He comes back and he's just, he just wasn't as good. And our offense, you literally saw our offense dilute from there towards the end of the season. So, But with Trossard up there, they were cooking. But Mm. Jesus comes back. We draw to Liverpool. We draw to West Ham. We're not getting the goals that we need to see. Obviously, we got the the 3-0 against Fulham. But then we consistently started getting inconsistent results after that. I think what? We we beat Everton or or Wolves after that. But then, you know, draw Southampton lost to Brighton. You know, the offensive output wasn't good enough um with with Jesus up top. So I really really hope that um there's some more rotation if we're not going to get an out and out striker that everybody with a brain is calling out for. Doesn't look like Balogun is going to stay. Hmm. Doesn't look like I mean in Kedia if there is a god will get sold to Crystal Palace. So you're not so you're let's move on in Kedia. That's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Okay. No, no. I wanted Enkedia out last preseason. Uh, I wanted him out. Uh, but the problem right. is, is that this club, it, I, I don't know what Arteta sees in this kid. I just don't. He scored four goals, and he started consistently throughout that Jesus um, injury time. Consistently. Yeah, was out of sight. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and everybody everybody will remember him for the United, for the United game, which, yeah, yeah. which big up on him. You know, he, got, he was in the right place at the right time for that last goal. By the way, I don't, it was impressive, but at the same time, you know, he got a song made about him and he hasn't scored since. <laughs> I mean, anybody, please tell me when I'm, if I'm saying anything wrong, please tell me. But man, the but the, the, but here's the thing though, Flawless, that, that frustrates yeah. me the most is that if you bring this to any, anybody or certain individuals in this fan base, they'll be like, no, self flow Balogun and, and, and. And keep, keep it, it keep it okay, yo. Ah, got you, got you. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah oh, yeah. you mean the guy that finished fourth in the French league behind Mbappe? Mbappe, oh, Mbappe, Lacazette, Messi. And then it was him. Yeah, and then he got a lot of goals. Eddie Balogun. He did. Hey, he was lead, he was leading the French league for most of the season at an eleventh place Rams team. 
eleventh uh, place. Give him props. Yeah, why would you not give him a goal considering how you said Enkaya did get plenty of minutes and didn't succeed, which he didn't. Yeah, he scored the goal against us, but then he yeah. kind of just fell flat. Yeah, big up to Jason as well for the super yeah, chat. Up. Much appreciated. He says, big up Flawless and Warren. Before you continue as well, TJ. Love to everyone who's tapped in. There's now over 70 of you lot in the building. Cheers. Like check, one, two, one, two. Let's bump up these likes, people. We're at 31 likes. Get us up to 50 likes, people. When you enter the city, make sure you hit the like button, pay the tax, and subscribe to the channel, Sarcasm City TV as well. I'm not sure how if we've had any new subscribers. I'm going to double check. Make sure you subscribe to TJ's channel as well, TJ Warren TV. The link is in the title. So you click the link in the title, it opens up a new tab. Right now, you can do that. It will open up a new tab, and you can subscribe to TJ's channel and find all of his socials. And we're at 7,294. One subscriber. Get us to 7,295 people. And Jason, again, love for the super chat. Much appreciated. But yeah, go on, carry on, TJ. Yeah, carry. no. Yeah, so so there, there are people that want to sell Flo Balogun. And I'm like, well, you've seen how this guy moves. Here's the thing is that you, you there are people that are saying that that did not watch him in the French League. Did I say mm -hmm. that I, I don't watch him in the French League either, but the stats speak for themselves. Stats are stats. That's, facts a, that's, facts. A, that's impressive stats, by even if you don't rate him like that. Still, I know he's worth off them stats, giving him a run in the team. Yeah, but TJ, I would say so. But, but TJ, but TJ, but yeah. flawless. The French league is a dead league. It's a dead league. A bunch of farmers and plumbers and bartenders play in that league. Oh, so Messi is a bartender. Yeah. Mbappe is a bartender. Like, give me a break, Mbappe. man. These are we all take Mbappe. We would all take Mbappe, and they're just like, oh, you know, it, it's one of those things where the the argument. Uh, you know, make it make sense to me. That's all mm -hmm. you got. You got a guy who finished fourth in the French league with 20 plus goals. And then you got Eddie and Kedia who, who scored four. Mm -hmm. Make it make sense. Make mm -hmm. it make sense. But if we do sell Flo Balligan and he, he gets a shot, you know, he's my American. He, he decided he was going to play for the United States. So I back him wherever he goes. Oh, I back good. him wherever he goes. So um, if he wants to get sold, he wants to go to Milan get 50 M's for him, move him on, but get somebody else in here that can, that is an out and out striker to score goals. And, you know, it's been, I think we, we talked about it on the American idiot show a few, uh, a few weeks back. Make sure you go check that out. Put, yeah. Check that out. Put a bid in on Tony. I don't care if he is not available until the winter. I don't care if he bet, if he took bets on when his mom was going to pass away. I don't care what he bet on. The guy is a baller. Yeah, he's cold. The guy's he's a cold. baller. He's a cold baller. He fits into the club. He's fast. He's young. Go get him. Go yeah. get him. You want you want a title? Go get him. I'm with you on that. I think so, he's top quality. I do believe yeah. he's top quality. 110. percent Without yeah. doubt, he is. He is absolutely um, top notch. Let's see what you lot are saying in the chat as well. Ed says, "Is it time to start having uncomfortable conversations about Ramsdale's passing yet? I don't want to hear the Allison and Edison comparisons with his feet anymore. Just saying," he said. What's your How is that an uncomfortable there? conversation when it's true? I think I that's know. why, because some people don't would, wouldn't <laughs> think it was true. Some Arsenal fans might say, nah, he's that good. He's not a problem. I do see this conversation. It has come up more in recent times, though. I have heard this. What? Yeah. So where do you stand with Ramsdale? Like, is he good enough, but just going through a bad run of form? Or are you saying we need to improve in that area? Even though I think, to my knowledge, when I've watched, he's actually done well for you lot. He's done what he's done well over the past two seasons. Like you can't okay. really blame you can't really blame him for the overall um standing it but here's the here's the thing though is that he has a mistake in him that's the that's the problem so the goal that he gave up against bruno spaghetti yeah, hands that's a, yeah that's a mistake uh, that's that was a, brutal a, brutal yeah. brutal goal to give up 
team-wide. Odegaard and Havertz were both caught watching. Fernandez, who I can't stand, by the way, cannot stand Bruno Fernandez, and he scores. I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be a long freaking Saturday. Yeah, um, I... But yeah, so but Ramsdale always has has a mistake in him. That's the thing. Mm. He's very very aggressive on the ball in the box, and he make and that leads to mistakes and goals mm. or or chances within the box. He he punches it away, or he'll try to go for it. Somebody else will get in his way. He'll miss the ball, and we're we're immediately in deep shit. Um, but when it comes, you know, and his distribution, in my opinion, doesn't. First of all, does not. <laughs> um, equal Allison or, or Ederson period. Mm. He he's solid. He's a solid goalkeeper. He is a premier league number one, but would a premier league number one, give the ball away like he did um, against Southampton. Are we going to talk about that ball distribution Talk about it. in the first, in the first, what was a minute 30 of that, of that match that we needed to win to stay in the, yeah. to stay in the race. Yeah, I haven't yeah. forgotten that, but a lot of, ha- mm. again, I'm going to use it again, happy clapping Arsenal fans have not <laughs> forgotten about it. Or have forgotten about it. They think this guy is the next coming, which I think he is. He better than Turner? Yes, but mm. I've defended this guy, mm. and it's getting harder and harder to do so. I have a lot of I have a lot of people um, in my in my Arsenal sphere. You know, um, Kenny Ken, Matt Odom, Southern Gunner, those guys, like Lee Gunners guys that are saying, "TJ, TJ, I'm telling you, we need to get somebody in here that can challenge these guys." That can challenge him, and I'm just like, no, I think I think he's all right. I think he's all right, but he's getting harder and harder to defend. And the more you think about it, you're just like, TJ, how would you feel with Aaron Ramsdale going, being your starting keeper, going into a Champions League semifinal? That's a, that's a, that's when you know where a player is at when somebody yeah. asks you that question. And then, and then you, and then, and then, and then, and then I'm, I pause and I don't answer the question right away, and they're just like, there you go. There you go, because there's yeah, a mistake in him that'll cost you. That's telling. When there, there shouldn't be a pause, because if I said, "All right, well, how would you feel about?" Or if I, someone asked you, "How would you feel about Saka going into a Champions League semi-final?" Cool. It's like cool. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I we do that right now. Saka to do what needs to be done in the game. Like, all right, yeah, but and that's where it's at when we're because. I say it all the time, people. It always sounds like whether it's yourself criticizing Arsenal, me criticizing Manchester United. People are like, "Oh, you're nitpicking." But the reason why we do that is because when you're trying to get to the highest level, you have to nitpick because those small little differences can be the reason and the difference in you winning the Premier League, not winning the Premier League, winning the Champions League, not winning the Champions League. We're talking I mean, the top one percent of footballers. Yeah, go on, carry it's on. it's de- it's death by a thousand paper cuts, dude. And everybody will mm-hmm. go back to um, Southampton. Um, Liverpool, West Ham. I will go back to drawing against Southampton at the beginning of the season. I will go back to losing to Everton away. I'll go back to um, losing our losing our cool against Man United away at Old Trafford, three one. Yeah. You know, we we got that goal. We got that goal call back, Floss, and we died. We died. Yeah, that's true. yeah, 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 yeah. You did. And you so, did. You did so offer much it, more else after that going forward. Yeah, right? no, there was no, there was nothing there, and everybody will be like, "Oh, well, you know, that wasn't a foul, Erickson flop, blah blah blah." No, I was hearing all of it, and I'm like, "No, we just lost. We 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 met adversity, and we died." And that's what scares me about this manager moving forward. Am I Arteta out? No, I'm not. I'm not. But we gotta win something, man. We gotta win something. Otherwise, the mentality in the groom needs to be addressed. Because there's no killer instinct in this club right now. There's not. 
So where do you stand on that? Because that has been a conversation because of the amount of money you've spent. And we'll get on to Timber and, and yeah. Rice and Havertz, et cetera, et cetera. But because of the amount, because I didn't realise till someone told me how much money Arteta has actually spent. Obviously, you got close to the Premier League last right. season. Should have won it, but didn't. He spent, I think it is 600 million or around that. Where do you do indeed stand? So if he doesn't win a Premier League or a Champions League this coming season, are you saying give him one more year? Are you saying he has to be moved on? Where do you stand on that if you could make the decision? Like all good answers, is it's a big it depends. So yeah, um I like I like I like the football that Arteta brings for the most part. Okay. Mm-hmm. The way that he manages this is gonna be a long answer. The the way that he manages just- games sometimes, man, is shocking. So mm-hmm. what what I need to see fixed this season is earlier substitutions. Um, again, I keep going back to that Southampton game because it's like traumatic. That three three at the end, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so, so when we're down three one, he's not making changes until the 80th minute. He's not bringing on. He's not bringing on Saka until I, if I'm if I'm getting this wrong, somebody correct me. But he's not bringing on Saka also. the heavy, the the heavy hitters until the 80th minute. They score two goals and bail us out. Like that was ridiculous to be seen, and it shouldn't have happened in the first place. You got 60. You sub those guys on at 60 minutes. We can make we can maybe make something happen. In my opinion, we should have taken that game a lot more seriously than we did. The starting lineup, you you look at that, and we're going up against relegation fodder. They're like a, they're like an animal in the corner. They're gonna bite. They're gonna eventually okay. bite, and it doesn't matter who they are. These guys, this Southampton team, drew against Man Man City too away. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they weren't capable, right? right. Like so, so I need to see Arteta take these take these lower games seriously. You know, if we if I see us lose away to Luton. I'm probably going to lose my mind. Yeah, which is fair. You know, you should it's be ridiculous. You should be you beating should be. these guys. We are past this level. We are mm-hmm. big Arsenal. You know, yeah. or at least that was what I was told or am being told all the time. So, so yeah. No, I need to see better man management, better better team management, out uh, or game management, situation management out of Mikel Arteta. Hopefully he learned his lessons. I need to see that. And that does factor in to whether or not I want him gone. Minimum, we need a trophy this season. Minimum. So minimum, but you're saying so. Say like, Any, I'm, it can be I'm a domestic cup, FA Cup or Carabao cup. cup. Okay, it can be a fair. domestic cup. That's fine. Huh? But we need. I need to see the same level in the league. So mm-hmm. so top three. It would be need to be top three FA Cup, domestic cup minimum, and a good run in the in the Champions League. I don't want to see us go out in the group stage. I don't want to see us drop to to Europa League. In my opinion, if we drop to the Europa League, he's he's on he's on thin ice. Yeah, he's walking Seriously. the tightrope, which is yeah. which, which is fair considering how much money he spent. So you're not going as far as he needs to win a trophy or be gone. But no, I'm not saying there needs like, to be like a level of exp- there needs to be a certain level of success, like you said, a trophy. Right, and people say, "Well, TJ, TJ, you're on the fence. You're getting splinters in your ass." Like I get it, I understand, but I'm not that. I don't think I'm, you are though. Because I'm not you as rude. Must win a trophy. There's a you lot of he, people that are saying you need he need like the next step up is winning the prem, and yeah. I agree. I agree to them to a point, but we're yeah. also playing in huge, huge competitions that are not the Europa League, and we need to be taking these domestic cups seriously. Yeah, that's another thing that really pissed me off last season was, mm-hmm. was League Cup, bomb out, bomb out against Brighton, start Carl, Carl Hine. If we hadn't started Carl Hine in that game, we I think we would have won or at least had a chance. Okay. You know, we don't take we don't take the Carabao Cup seriously over here, man. Mm-hmm. We don't take the FA Cup seriously. We don't. Yeah, and it, and it really pees off a lot of our fans over here. It really does. And I and and I don't blame them because you know I like watching. Believe it or not, you, a lot of people in the chat they they would probably think, man, I'm listening to TJ. He's just a hater. Blah blah blah. Watching Arsenal is the highlight of my day, 
most days, man. I love watching Arsenal. I love football. I really started watching this, watching this team, fell in love with this team 10 years ago, and I'm just I'm I'm enamored by it. So no, I can tell I, one I just, thing I can tell 100. I got I got to give you the chat's ahead. giving you applaudits as well too. Yeah. I can tell you genuinely love and have care for Arsenal because of how you're talking about it. This is like yeah. the third offer, and I can tell I've spoken to enough football fans. You want Arsenal to be successful. That's why you talk with this type of energy, this much vim. Why you're critical at points because you yeah. want to Arsenal to be the best. You said it yourself. This yeah. is big bad Arsenal, as I'm told. So let's start acting and moving correct as we are. So I gotta give you your plaudits for that. I appreciate um, and that. And even the chat and Jason big up for the super chat. He says, this fucking fly. He says it doesn't depend, uh, doesn't um doesn't win, he's out. Big clubs with ambition make the right decisions. And if you guys are serious, he wins our goals. I let you respond to this. Let me go close this window as well. Well, well, it, it, I, I feel like you you posted that super chat and big up Jason for posting the super chat. You you might not have heard the rest of my argument there. I do want to I do want to see him win, but we also have a lot of things that we need to address uh that we that I think Arteta knows he needs to address tactically. So, like I said, man management, playing playing people in certain positions, being able to adjust to certain game situations. Um maybe switching up your your tactics every so often to adjust to the game. Um you know, not playing Zinchenko in the inverted role every single game. There's this thing. It's called it's called instant replay. I know it's not it's not new, by the way. It's not new, but people can watch game take and they can see Zinchenko going inverted into the midfield, and we, then we're vulnerable on his side of the on his side of the field. If you watch a lot of games, you'll see the ball going into the left side of the field to the left of Ramsdale, and you'll see Gabriel having to choose it having to close it down. And and clean up his mess, and that extends. We're basically playing three at the back every time we see every time we do that. So I'm hoping that with the bolstered midfield, we don't need to lean on an inversion for in, in on inverted fullbacks. I'm tired of hearing it. And then uh, another point on this, you know, who does overlap is Ben White. He gets crosses in and scores goals. He puts himself in a, he puts himself in a position to score. You've seen him. He scored two goals as a fullback this season. He scored. He scored more goals than Richarlison. <laughs> okay, so so it's one of those things where where you know, to answer this question, he doesn't win. He's out. I I, I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. He needs to win silverware. You, say win a trophy. you said any I'm trophy. saying a trophy. So so depending on what tro- people in the fan base are arguing, which trophy, mm. which trophy, and and really and really, it's one of those things where you got to consider all the complexities of it. We're fir- first year back in the champions league. Arteta is not great in European competitions. It just is. The, it is what it is guys. It is what it is. So I I'm tuning my expectations to the situation. Yeah. Now, last season, what did we say? Top four in Europa league. That's what, that's what everybody was saying. Top four in Europa league. Right. Mm-hmm. But your expectations change. By the time the World Cup break ended, I'm like, we better win this thing. Yeah, you should have won the league. We better, we better win this thing. You got, you got Cecil, who I met by the way, wearing the Christmas shirt, saying with with us at the top of the league at Christmas. And I'm like, I'm like, man, you are just killing us. Oh, Lee Gunner is in hey, the big chat. Up Lee Gunner, big up the legend big up that Lee. is Lee Gunner in How the you chat. Doing, He's got a question for you. He says, yeah, so if he doesn't again, win anything, you want him sacked? This- Absolutely, Lee. Absolutely. Nice. Fez, you got that, that, every single time. You know time. what? 
that's fair. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. Whether you agree or disagree, I think that that's fair in terms of you've drawn your line in the sand and said, if you don't win anything because you're saying yeah. any trophy, then you want him sacked, which is fair for that amount of money. I would be in the same situation because then I think if you didn't want him sacked or for those that don't, you're admitting that Arteta is not up to the standard Correct. required because there's no... Correct. if ten Once Ten Hag gets to 600, 700 million spent, which he probably will... I'm expecting a big trophy. And if he exactly. doesn't, then I know you're not good enough to deliver it. So, then I so, know. Well, go so on. yeah, no. And so, so here's the question. So here's the thing that I gave Arteta a little bit of room on is that, okay, we have, we have dross depth. We have freaking mm -hmm. Rob holding coming in, which he made go back and watch those highlights. Go back and watch those highlights. If you have time flawless, the last Barcelona goal, Rob holding masterclass mistake. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this guy still doing here? He comes out, still puts on his clown nose and his clown makeup when everybody's talking, okay, Rob, go out there, prove a point. Zip this game up. Nope. Gone. So, yeah, 4-3 for a second before Fabio Vieira actually scored, which was shocking to me too. Um, but at the same time, look, I gave Arteta a little bit of room because I didn't feel like he had the, he had the depth to win. Any, in, any sort of injury hits hit any position on that field – we it were was just dead. a bare 11 type of we thing you're dead. saying. Okay, yeah. okay. First, you put Rob, yeah. As soon as Saliba went out last season, we were dead, dead in the water because you have Rob Holding and QBR, and those guys leak like a sieve, leak like a sieve in the, on the back line. So, and, and when you continue, when you continually, and I'm going to keep harping on this, you continually send Zinchenko into the midfield to help and bolster because you have Xhaka or Jorginho in there when Party was injured. You're gonna you're gonna get countered on. You're gonna get scored on. The amount of chances that we were letting up, that we were letting up towards the end of the season to teams like West Ham, freaking Everton, to and because there were there were chances that Everton got in there to freaking Liverpool, who were dead last season, flawless. They were dead until they played us and we resuscitated them. And now look, they're in the Europa League. Tell me I'm wrong. I, Anybody I, feel I, free to tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, Pick up everybody in the chat. Pick up Tony in the chat. Of the chat man. Do you know what I'm saying? I knew this was going to be a great show. Anyway, Carl, the old TJ, you know what I'm saying, is going to have a lot to say as always. Before we continue, over 90 of you lot in the building. Big up. We are at 49 likes, though. I did say 50. Let's bump that up now. Like check, 1212. Let's bump it up to 70 likes, people. Let's bump it up to 70 likes. Please make sure you're sharing this across all the socials. We're trying to get over 100 people in here as well. And subscribe to the channel. We're at 7,299 people subscribers one more get us to 7300 we've gone pay over one subscriber mark let's pay the toll and of course tj's channel as well people subscribe link is in the title people click the link in the title opens up a new tab go and subscribe to his channel as well big up tony says big up tj uh, thanks for the link big up flawless hey big up man always good to see new people here always good to see the regulars here legends like lee gunner in the chat as well people it's always everyone's welcoming at sarcasm city man as long as, long as you're respectful even if you disagree or don't matter who you support as well continue to get your questions in please just keep it manchester united or arsenal related yeah. doesn't have to be on what we what we're talking about currently it can be something else as well jason says for me it has to be one of the uh, one of the big boys so he's talking about the prem of the champs yep. he says into your 20th year without a league title after bottling it last year and considering you've still not won the champions league for me now you have to upgrade would it be time so let's say you win the fa cup finish second 
is that enough for you to say, okay, I'll, take, I'll give you another season, but then it's you have to win the Prem World Champs. Because yeah. then he's get, he closing in on, let's say he spends another 200, 300 million the summer after. So then that's you're closing in on almost a billion. Is that then when it's like, okay, you have to deliver at one of the big two trophies? Yeah, that's where I'm at. That is where okay. I'm at, honestly. And and look, and look, I understand, I understand everybody wants wants to say, hey, we're gonna go into the Champions League and we're gonna be world beaters. We're we're not we're not there yet, guys. Like, let's be realistic. We're not mm-hmm. there yet. We do not have the striker that will that will deliver us in the Champions League. I want mm-hmm. I'm delighted that we're back, but we need more. We need more. Let's go there. So what take- do you what do you think you need in terms of not just the striker but other positions on the pitch, whether it's first eleven or squad or squad players? What do you need outside of a striker? We need depth, depth at fullback, which we did get it in Timber, but he's he's I think he was brought in to um, play more center, really. But he's but what, but it was, weird. Back, it was weird. Bro. It was weird, bro. It was weird. It was weird though. Last night he was played as a left back. Yes. So let, let's get into this. Back. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. Talk about why can't Kieran Tierney get a sniff in this club? He came on for a cameo appearance, got mm-hmm. an assist, it, it played played lights out, got an assist. I think was was a hundred percent on his passing. I mean, what does this guy have to do? What does this guy have to do? And you watch him track back too. Like we we were give the ball away, we we're getting countered. He was the first one back. He was way upfield. He was the first one back. This guy would die for this club. Would die for this club. And he just can't get into Mikel Arteta's good graces. He just can't. But to answer your question, uh, flawless, I still think we're weak in. The, I still think we're weak in in um, the midfield. I okay, still okay. think we need an impact attacking mid, which we are not. Kai Havertz is not that guy. He's not. He's not that guy. I want him to be that guy as long as he wears the badge and he gives me a reason not to support him. I'm going yeah, to support wanted to, him. You wanted to perform well, of course. Of I course. want him to perform. But man, I keep going. I keep coming back to this, and now and now I'm. I keep coming back to the striker. So striker, mm-hmm. and honestly, I'm more. And people are going to call me a waffle, which is fine. But now I'm I'm leaning oh, no, towards. I was about to get out of that, and then I seen it was Jacob, and I know you. Know I know him. Jacob. So, big yeah, up yeah. Him. That's why I was like, "Yo, who's saying that?" And then I, the and I was like, "I know what you. I know how you man are. You man have that type of friendship, bro." Yeah, we're, so, we're, yeah, we're both. Yeah, I like him, but but yeah, no. But people are gonna. I was defending Ramsdale, but now I'm like, should I? Should I be? Should we not go out and get a keeper like maybe like a David Rea, which Rea wouldn't accept a backup position. He's he's a number one in a prem team. He probably would not accept second fiddle to Ramsdale. But somebody stronger than what we currently have there. Am I am I saying Matt Turner's a bad keeper? No. But I'm also not gonna say, hey, go out there in the round of 16 in the Champions League or go out there against Real Madrid in the group stage and do a job. I don't expect him to. That's unfair to do that to him because he hasn't gotten a lot of Premier League opportunities. And, and, you know, he did look as much as I love, I like, I like defending him. He's an American. So obviously I, I get, I I get a little, I get a little defensive, but you know, it, it speaks for itself. What happened in the Europa League? Um, I don't think he was necessarily to blame, but he wasn't necessarily not at fault either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing another goalkeeper come in now. I think I've been convinced. I think uh, Lee's boy, Allah, convinced me. <laughs> so, yeah, man, like it, it is what it is. Um, those those are the two positions now. I'm thinking keeper, center mid, and uh, and striker. 
So okay, that's fair. No, 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 that, that that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Obviously, yeah. the and get the Deadwood out of the club, by the way, too. Yeah, please. someone mentioned some of the Deadwood. I'm big up to RSV, and this is obviously switching to Manchester United. Yeah, switch, to be fair, up, up. Real Madrid were a bit lucky when we conceded. Uh, we were down to ten men, and it was offside. It was expected for us to get dominated as soon as Ericsson came on, and Ten Hag had no choice to bring him on. RSV, I didn't actually watch the game, so I can't really comment in regards to what happened. I am seeing. Well, I always see the overreaction, not so much in the chat, but I see the overreaction on socials during the game. Like, it's a pre-season game. That's where the manager is supposed to try things. So I've seen people complaining about positions. Bruno yeah. playing wide right, how we're playing, how we're playing, what we're trying to do. One, it's pre-season, like I said, where you're supposed to be trying new things. And two, everybody's getting up to speed. Everybody's getting up to speed physically. Everybody's getting up to match sharpness as well. Like, that's what... Is, that's what preseason is for. That's why even if we would have battered Real Madrid 6-0, or they'd be like, oh my God, we're back. We're going to win the Premier League. We're going to win the Champions League. Same way if we would have lost to Real Madrid 6-0. I wouldn't be like, oh my God, it's terrible. Manchester, I don't need to watch preseason games to know the levels of where we're at because our squad is not that much different in regards to personnel. Yes, we signed Onana, which I think will help us defensively and offensively. We signed Mason Mount. <laughs> Slight improvement at best. Like, you know what I'm saying? Slight improvement. Like, I was having this, I was having a shout out to Rance because it was on there with him and Ty yeah. Big Up the whole Never a Foul Gang Gang. And we was having a conversation about what Manchester United can do. I've said it for all preseason. That biggest problem is creativity and scoring goals. We do not have enough goals in this team. So people say, oh, why can't Manchester United challenge? Why are you so um, negative? Which I'm not. Look <laughs> at the team. We scored 54 goals in the Premier League and have added Mason Mount. We're asked, where are these goals coming from? We don't create like that, and we don't score goals like that. And yes, a better system, and an Amrabat added in, and a Hoyland added in, for example, improve us. But do they improve us to the level of where Manchester United are trying to go to? I don't think so. I think it's the season after. Like I, like I stated, we was trying to break it down when and go check out the Red Talk with Ransom, myself, and, and Ty, and we was breaking down, all right, if Manchester United score 80 goals, where would these 80 goals come from? Bear in mind, people, we had one player who got double figures in the Premier League last season. So we're asking all of the other attackers to either double, sometimes sometimes double, sometimes triple their output. And bear in mind, we don't even create that much anyway. You know what I'm saying? That. Like, we don't. And to Jason, let me get to this super chat as well. One second, let me get to this. Sorry, my laptop moving a bit slow. <laughs> oh, this so is the super chat. Big up. See, you You know this. He says, we need to stop digging at Mount needs a chant. chance. It's not digging at Mount because I've not been critical of his performances in preseason. I've seen others. Like I said, I keep the same energy. I'm just talking about him as a signing. Because right now, if it broke that Manchester United had signed Kylian Mbappe, what would all Manchester United fans, including myself, be doing? Praising him. So how come when we sign a player who we perceive to be good, great, top-class, world-class, elite, and we can praise him. But when we sign a player, we believe he's average, below average, poor, shocking. We can't criticise. No, I'm calling it as I see it. The same way I think Onana's a good signing. The same way I think um, Amrabat would be a good signing. The same way I think that Hoyland would be a good signing. I think Mount's an awful signing. And I stand on that. Now, I will give him a chance. And if he plays well this season coming, I go, you know what, Fats? He played well. He shut me up. I want to be wrong about Mason Mount. But I watch him. I've watched him at Chelsea. I his very best. I his very worst. And I go, you're not it. <laughs> you're, you're just not it. Like, that's, that's all it is with me, with Mason Mount. So people say, oh, why are you always getting on this case? Because people don't like that I'm being critical of a player. But if we signed a good player and I was praising him, no one would have any complaints. Jason, I praised Hoyland. 
No yeah. one said anything. I praised Onana. No one said anything. Praised Amrabat. Nobody said anything. When we was linked with Kim Min Jae and I was praising him, nobody had a problem with it. So it's not a question of digging. Perform. Perform. That's what he needs to do. And I'll shut up. But guess what? We know he ain't gonna perform. But we up for the super chat, Jason. Everyone yeah. Say what he's gonna well, no, my, my no, my qu my question is to any any United fans out there is was Mason Mount on your shopping list? The answer is no. Never. So like like I can answer that for you. So Never. so yeah, stop digging him out. He needs a chance. Okay, fine, give him a chance. But he, him a chance. I, I have I, I watched him against Arsenal. He was mid. Um, you I did not watch uh, Real Madrid and United, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say he was probably mid. Um, he's not tearing up trees so far, and I don't expect him to yet. But I also don't mm -hmm. expect him to in the league. He didn't do it. At, he didn't do it at Chelsea. Same reason why I'm so skeptical uh, skeptical about Kai Havertz. They are two. You said this, Flaws. They are two <laughs> cheeks on the same ass. Yeah, pretty much. So. Like yeah, uh, they they are the literally ass. the same. So like, what 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 are we talking about here? Like this is not these are not the levels of Manchester United and Arsenal. Like let's let's just be real. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. Like if we, if everybody's talking about ambition, everybody's talking about you know oh go go win this trophy, go win that trophy. Okay, give me a reason to be confident. <laughs> Kai Havertz does not give me a reason to be confident. Yeah, big up everybody. Like, that's it. Big up everyone in the chat. And Jason, big up for the super chat as well. Much appreciated. Said the fan base in general, mate. Uh, just wait and see. No, because if it's just a wait and see, then we would never always going to be wait and see. We we would never comment on a player beforehand. Mm -mm. So with all the fan base is doing, including myself, in regards to I use Manchester United fans, is giving our opinion on a player we signed. So there's three, diff there's three different opinions normally when a player signs for a football club. It's one, I think this is a great signing. Two, I think this is an awful signing. Or three, I don't know too much about him. Wait and see. They're normally the, they're the three things. Of course, there's exception to the rule, but their general consensus, three things. I'm just, don't, I'm just with the second one I mentioned. I don't think Mount's a good signing. Onana, like I said, yes. You know what I'm saying? Amrabat, yes. Hoyland, yes. I understand those three much more. If we were to sign Mbappe over the moon, elite signing. But if we had signing the same way if we had went and signed Kai Havertz, I'd go, no, awful signing. Ivan Tony, who you mentioned, absolutely. Harry Kane, cool. So it's like, nah, the fan base, you can't just, all right, wait and see when a player's not good. No, no, no. People are going to give their opinions and he will get his opportunity because he's going to play this season. And Jason, you'll be watching him. I'll be watching him. And all the other Manchester United fans across the world will be watching him. I just don't think it's a good signing. I don't think it's clever business, especially at that price too. We could have went and got someone half the price who gives you what he gives you. Because we all know off the ball is his best attributes. Don't die him for a second. On the ball, it's not about it. I'm just not with it. I think it's a bad signing. And Ten Hag's my guy. Don't get it mistaken. I'm a huge fan of Ten Hag. Defend him all the time. I think he's, especially when he gets overly criticised from whether it's United fans or, yeah, United fans and rival fans. Always defend him because he'd done such a great job past season, exceeded all my expectations. I just don't like the Mount signing. But just because I don't like the Mount signing don't mean I'm going to turn on Ten Hag. Like, all right, I'm saying it's crazy. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, C1. Flawless Cat saying, have it finning the Mount beef, Jesus Christ. Talk about mediocre beef. So I don't even entertain it. <laughs> mediocre beef, man. No one ain't trying to see that. That's like two average two average rappers fighting. You know what I'm saying? That's like, in, in, in a boxing sense, that's like, the, I don't know, two, two journeymen, you know what I'm saying, boxing each other. <laughs> that's what it is. No, it's mid-card it's mid bullshit. Nobody yeah, yeah, cares. yeah. It's the opening. When, give me, when give it's me the main TV. event. Give yeah, me the main yeah, event. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not you're yeah. not turning on UFC to to watch the opening cards unless you're an Facts. absolute yeah 
not but you're not paying sixty dollars to watch two mid carders <laughs> fight each other. Yeah. It's mid carders. That's correct. That's the best way. Mid carders. Mm -hmm. They are mid carders. That that's exactly what they are. Mid carders. We yes, that's what it is. Is mid card beef. That's why I don't entertain it. Because they're not good enough, me personally, I think, for where either side are trying to go to. And that's the main point I keep talking about. Both Manchester United and Arsenal, the aim is Premier League and Champions League. They are two players that do not push you forward to that. Now, could I and others be wrong on both these players? Absolutely. But we're going to give our opinions. Because like I said, the same way if we sign Kylian Mbappe, he's someone who raised... If we sign Kylian Mbappe tomorrow, we're title challengers. Not even adding anyone else, in my opinion. That's how good I think he is, and that's the type of impact I think he has. Yeah. Sign just him. Forget Amrabat, forget Oiling. Signing just him levels us up. I'm like, all right, we are we serious now? Because <laughs> of the impact he has. So why can't on the flip side Mount be that? On the flip side of someone who's like, you don't move, you don't move the needle. You really don't. No. Mm -mm. What I'm saying. And, and he said it here. Top Gooners, um, Trying to convince themselves Havertz will come good. He'll bag a few against Luton and they'll have their pants down. They never learn. You're hilariously. Big up to Lee. Big up Big to up Lee. Every time. And see, one, you laughing because you know we've had these conversations. <laughs> you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And to Jason, I'll get to this in a second. I get what you're saying. One second. What has Hoyland done to you to think he's a good shout, mate? I understand he's a gem or, or an upcoming talent, but why Hoyland signing more than Mount? Because, you, Jason, you actually know you haven't been watching me like long enough because I've answered this type of question. So for those that don't know, I always break this down. When Manchester United are signing a player who's not from when, within the Premier League, what I, do, what I do is talk to people on my channel who watch much more football outside the Premier League than me, people in the chat who do. And then I always ask, what's the profile of the player? I say, forget skill set. Who is he like from a style perspective? Because style, I mean, because, um, yeah, because style, that's what it is. Football is a system-based game. So it's about how is the style? So what I like about Hoyland is he's pace and power. He's six foot three. He's decent technically. All right, get him on the plane. You fit the profile of what I want. You're mobile, you're athletic. Because that's the way the game's going. It's an athlete's game. Football at the highest level, in particular in the Premier League, is an athlete's game. Harry Kane is the last of a dying breed. When you look at the, the successful nines at the top level, when you look at the successful left-wingers, the successful right-wingers, they all have pace and power. That's the base. Yes, you need technique. Yes, you need football and IQ. Good for all of the rest of that. But pace and power is there. There's very few players who succeed at the highest level in 2023 that don't have pace and power. Mares being one of them, he's just left. He was the, like I said, they're the last of the dying breeds. Harry Kane, even though he don't, he don't really compete at the highest level because Spurs don't compete for Premier champs. But that's a whole different conversation. So why I think Hoyland is a good shout is because of the profile he is. I like, I'm like, oh shit. Mobile, athletic, pace and power, six foot three, decent in the air, decent technically. All right, cool. Whereas Mount, I've watched with my own two eyes. And I've seen Mount at his very best and I've seen Mount at his very worst. And even at his very best, he's very good. But guess what? Very good is not good enough for Manchester United if we're trying to compete. Because when you look at Manchester, City's, uh, Manchester City's team, how many of their players at their very best are very good? None of them. Go look through their first 11. Their players at their very best. Gundogan is much better than very good. Bernardo Silva, Ken Kevin De Bruyne, Ruben Diaz, John Stones, Haaland, Mahrez, Grealish. The list goes on. Their mainstay, Rodri, none of those players you would call very good. So why is very good good enough for the team we're trying to, for us, when we're trying to compete against a team with greats, elite, world class? And this goes back to the point I was making in terms of it sounds like I'm nitpicking, but I am. Real Madrid don't accept very good. 
That's why they're one of the most successful teams of all time. Show me they're very good players that play week, week in, week out. You can have a couple, but I'm saying the core. And our team isn't good enough. We have Casemiro, we have Martinez, we have Varane. That is it. That is it. Rashford still needs to be consistent again, even though he had a very good season last season. We're chasing down Manchester City. We are chasing down Real Madrid. And you bring me Mason Mount, who has, four, who has eight open play assists in four years. What are we doing? Come on, man. Like, what are we doing, people? Like, if we're really going to talk, let's have the old... We'll run jokes and bust on here all day, but let's have the conversation. So that's why I like Hoyland more than Mount. Profile. I'm also saying, and, and the thing is with the Hoyland thing, I'm saying go and get another striker as well because we need much more than one. We need at least bare minimum two. In the ideal world, three. I want three strikers. This team got a goal. They're not good enough. And you've added Mason Mount, who I don't think is good enough for where we're trying to go. But I could be wrong, people. Over 100 of you lot in here continue to bump up the likes as well. We're at 64 likes. Get us up to 90 likes, people. Like check, 1212. Get us up to 60 likes. So we're at 7,000. I'm going to double check now. Um, we can start jumping in tens rather than fives when there's so many of you in here. We're at 7,301. Get us to 7,310 people. Looking for nine more subscribers, people. Looking for nine more subscribers. Hit the subscribe button. You're clearly enjoying the content. Of course, if you super chat, we'll get straight to it as well. And subscribe to TJ's channel. Link is in the title. But yeah, I hope that answered your questions, um, Jason. Is um, and this this is a myth. We've won big trophies with even more average players or decent players than Mason Mount. Okay. We no, we haven't. Not starting. This is another myth. Not starting week in week out. Name the average players or decent players who were starting week in week out when we were consistently winning Premier Leagues and Champions Leagues. They don't exist. Don't exist. People always mention Anderson and Cleverly. These men were not starting week in, week in, week in, week out. They were a part of a team. Mason Mount's a squad player, don't get him mistaken. But first 11, no. Name the players if that's the case, Jason. Name the players. <laughs> Name the players. It's a myth. People have said this before. It's a myth. <laughs> like, that's it. It's a myth. Yeah. For real. And Jaleel says Hoyland is bang average, but it sounds like Haaland, so they get emotional about the fairy tale. I'm with signing Hoyland, like I said, one, because of the style. And number two, we don't have a striker. So him, he, even him being average is a major improvement on what we had. Major, because we didn't have a striker last season. Vekhorst is, nah, Martial didn't play. We didn't have one. Are you are you are you anxious at all, or does it does it give you a little bit of pause um, that he has not kicked the ball in the prem? Do you think his skills are going to translate? Yeah, I, mean, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, okay. I think I think it'll be fine because yeah, but Lissandro the Italian league is a different league, but Lissandro Martinez hadn't kicked the ball in the Premier League, mm-hmm. and he's one of the best centre backs in the Casemiro Varane. So that's why I'm not really too fussed when people say, "Oh, Premier League experience." Like, no, just get him in. Like, I'm. I'm I'm with it. Like I said, with Hoyland, I like his profile. I right. always ask, are you pace and power? Are you mobile? Are you athletic? Yeah, cool. You can yep. work with it. That's the way the game's going. People don't like it, but that is the way the game's going. Because when you look at all the top players, even across Europe, they all have that in common. And if you don't have pace and power, your other attributes have to be absolutely exceptional. Exactly. You know, and that was why I got that was why I got so excited about Timber too. Is that the, yeah, the guy looks like a baller? He he has he has the V word. I'm going to say it versatile. He can play in different positions, and he and he can come off the bench and do that. Like I don't expect him to start, but he's a good squad player. We got him at a good price, and I, I want to see it. I want to see I want to see it happen. 
Um, but but yeah, we'll we'll see. Obviously, Ajax, the the what? Yeah, the Eredivisie is not the Premier League. I know that, but at the same time, Ajax is Ajax. They don't they don't produce a lot of garbage. So yeah, sorry about the sun here, Jesus. No, but yeah, no, it's just one. It's just one of those. It's it's one of those things, man. Where where I hear what you're saying on the on the profile. Um, I am excited to see Timber in there. I think somebody was asking about that. I am excited about Timber. I'm excited about Timber, and I'm excited about Rice. You cannot get me excited about Havertz because, like Mount, I've seen him play in the Premier League. And what is the most? Um, what is the best indicator of future behavior? Past behavior. Okay. So yeah, don't, don't tell, don't tell me that he's going to come in here and rip up trees. And then, and then I, I saw somebody else coming in there saying, Oh, Kai Havertz scores big goals. He's name me one other big goal. He scored other than the champions league goal. Name me one. Can you, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I don't watch Chelsea. So like yeah, you know that, yeah trust me I talked to enough Chelsea fans like they they let let, let, let you know they were like, laughing at us they were laughing yeah, at like, us yeah like they they know and to Lisa flawless you're better off resigning Lukaku mate Harlem from Alibaba is shit I'll run the risk because I trust Ten Hag as well when his players outside the Premier League I trust him like in the Premier League I'll obviously give much more of my own opinion but from what I've heard what I've seen profile wise. I'm fully going in with, with I'm fully with um the Hoyland thing because people said oh he's a B Tech Harland. I right, give me half of Haaland's results, I'll take that. I'm saying, <laughs> if he brings me half, or right, B-Tech Haaland, da, 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 da. not Lee, but others have mentioned that. Bring me half. No. Haaland scored 44. Hey, if you bring me 22 you goals in the Premier League, I'll take that. Hey, at this point, i take 15. You take that at Arsenal. You i take, take, take 15. I'll be like, bring me 15 goals. Like, 100. We didn't like, even get to, we, Flawless, we didn't even get 33. We barely got 33% of that out of any of our players at Arsenal last season, bro. Like, come on. Nice, what are we it's talking crazy. about? And Noble says thoughts on Bruno ignoring O'Neill's instructions. You're gonna have to give me fair for um, information on this, Noble, because someone else mentioned this. I didn't watch the game, so I don't even know what happened in regards to this. And to Jesse, who says flawless, you up for this season? No, not in the sense of I know I don't think we can um, overachieve again. I don't think we can like in regards to not overachieve. That's the wrong word. I don't think we can exceed my expectations because my expectations with this team is I think our ceiling is last season, domestic cup third. I don't think we can do anything more than that. I don't think we can do anything more. I don't think this team is good enough to go compete for a Premier League um, win the Champions League. I don't think we are. Even with, let's say we do sign Amrabat and Hoyland. Goals. Like I've seen saying, creativity and goals. It's just it's just not it. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's just not it. Like, um, to Jason who says creativity for a start. Are you talking about Mount here? Well, he's got eight open play assists. In four years, so forget creativity. Unless that uh, we lacked uh, that last season, having scored less goals than good old Brighton. I agree. I've said this. Secondly, of all, he's slightly versatile. You talking about Mason Mount? Yeah, because he can play central and play wide right. All right, and he's a much better option than McTominay and Fred. I really dislike when people do the latter part. I can go five aside. There's power league near me. I can <laughs> go find players better than Fred and McTominay. <laughs> my life, my life, swear down. Not even bullshitting. I can find players better than those two. If you give me and TJ X amount and say, go scout across the globe, just go stateside, go Amer uh, go America and come to the UK and go scout for six months. Me and TJ, who are not qualified scouts, could go and find better, two better players, two midfielders than them. So I don't like when people do this. They're not the bar. You know what I'm saying? It's a They're low bar. The, it's a low bar when you're yeah. when you're when you're presenting McTominay in an arg in any argument. Yeah, like he's going, to, he's going, he's going to West, he's going to West Ham. That's all you need to know. 
Yeah. And like Fred, even know. though I like Fred and he has options, again, people, and being critical, are these men good? Are these players good enough to be professional footballers? Yes, Fred's mm -hmm. going to a Galatasaray who play, who are going to be playing in Champions League potentially, or he's going to Fulham, who are going to play in the Premier League. McTominay, who TJ just said, is going to West Ham. They're good enough to be Premier League footballers, without doubt. Good enough to play at international. Well, definitely McTominay. Fred, mm -hmm. maybe not so much. But we're talking the top 1%. We're talking the elite of the elite to go win Premier Leagues and Champions Leagues. They are few and far between those players. That's why everybody can't just go play for a city. When Arsenal was successful, everybody couldn't just go and play for Arsenal. When Manchester United was successful, not everyone can just go play. We're talking the elite. That's why. And again, people, when United fall short and Arsenal fall short, TJ's going to be on his channel. I'm going to be on here. And fans are in the comment, the comment section are going to be surprised. Like I keep saying, I'm fully aware of where we're at this season. All this, all this um, new season optimism is because we haven't played in a while. Our mm. team scored 54 goals last season and all we've added is Mason Mount. All right. Don't be surprised, people. Don't be I don't know what people are expecting. If you're expecting Champions League or Premier League... Yeah, it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a wrap. I'm telling you. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's crazy. It really, really is. Um, but yeah... Yeah, a start is flawless. Uh, you're right. So that's fair. Yeah, that's what I was talking yeah. about in regards to the average to decent players. I think Mount could, if if we had our first our midfield set and we had four bad boy midfielders and he's just the fifth or sixth option, cool. But we're not at that. We have Casemiro and that is it. Casemiro, that is it in regards to six, eights, tens, whatever. We'll just use six and eights. Go and sign another bad boy midfielder to play alongside Casemiro. Then we have a serious midfield. Imagine you put Caicedo next to Casemiro, what our team looks like. Or you put a De Jong or a Chouameni. Forget the players people names are mentioned. Skill level. Put someone, a high, highly skilled midfielder next to him. All of a sudden, it's like, right, we got a bad boy midfield. That's yeah. why I'm so on. Like, even Amrabat. I think Amrabat would be a very good signing next to a Casemiro. But we'll see. Jason, big up for the super chat yeah, big up, as Jason. well. You lot continue to get your questions in before we close out in the next 10 minutes or so. Um, you're hilarious dancers. Let me grab my spliff. Flawless about to light off me because <laughs> what I don't get, Dan G is let's say aimed at anyone in the chat is people will talk about these players, then will fall short like 10 15 games in, and it's like, right, this team's not like the Real Madrid game. Like people talking about, oh, we lack to cut an edge and we lack creativity. I didn't need to watch us play against Real Madrid to know this. This was evident from last season. Like I keep stating, we scored right. 54 goals in the Premier League last season. We failed to create in many of the games last season. And all we've added is Mason Mount. We don't have goal scorers. We don't have creative players like that. Rashford is a goal scorer. For argument's sake, I'll give people Bruno as a creator. And Rashford will more so create for himself. So let's say we have two creators and one goal scorer. Now look at Manchester City. The amount of goal scorers they have and creativity they have all over their pitch in abundance. We should have that. Arsenal should have that. And they have more than us, but they still don't have enough to go where they need to go. They got more goals and more creativity in their side. This is why they finished. The, this is a part of the reason why they finished the bubbles. But they still need to kick on and get more. That's why you heard TJ say, "I want to strike him," because he understand uh, we need more. Yeah, and it's not. And and again, it's not because it's not because I don't rate Jesus. You know, I want I want to make sure that that's a fact. But he does not provide the goal scoring thrust that we need. And if you need to, if you need an example, just go watch the highlights from last season. Go look at the stats. That's all you need to know. We need we need a twenty goal striker in this Arsenal team to go 
where we want to go to get back to the elite of the elite, which is what I was told as an Arsenal fan was to expect. No. So yeah, it's just different levels of expectation flaws. I think at the end of the day, like it, 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 and really at the end of the day, you, you as a man United fan and your in your decorated history, you expect the best. I expect yeah. the best out of Arsenal because I grew when I was growing up, Thierry Henry and, um, and Vieira and all those guys, they were, they were going invincible and winning and winning premier leagues consistently. FA Cups consistently. It's a standard. It's an obligation. This level of accomplishment is an obligation. It's not a. It's not a goal. And with with Mikel Arteta, so far, it's a goal. I, and that's just the, that's just the beginning and the end of it. That's the beginning of the end of it. So, thanks, man. You haven't been elite since 1999. What are you talking about? <laughs> now you you are elite after that because you won Premier Leagues after that. So you yeah, we won. We won two. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, you won Premier Come on, after what are we that. talking yeah, about yeah, here? Yeah. What are we talking about? It is. It is. Just and, just, and let me just clear this as well, saying, and this is where stats can be misleading. And this is why it's good to not only watch um, other teams, but also talk to fans of other teams. So you said, Mount has 56 GNA in 129 Premier League games. Not bad at all for me. Certainly not the best, but I genuinely feel like under 10 hard, you'll just light up. Let me repeat this. He has eight open play assists from in four seasons. Eight. So all that tells me is, all right, only from dead, um, only from dead balls. You know what I'm saying? Can you, only you're only from dead balls are you creative? That's what it is. You're a dead ball, not even specialist. But that's it. And in regards to his goals, go check who them goals are against. Go mm -hmm. check who them goals are against. Vast majority, of ninety, probably eighty to ninety percent of them are against lower league teams. Norwich. You know what I'm saying bagging braces and all this type of stuff. Again, I genuinely feel like Ten Hag will just light him up. Okay. Like I said, his best goal scoring season is eleven. His See, best Martin open, his best open play assist is two, I think, or three or four. Yeah, because he would have got assists in each season, so two, three at max. All right, we gonna fall when we fall short. Don't be surprised. <laughs> don't be surprised in it. That's what I'm gonna say. Don't be surprised when we fall short. Like he's just not Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's Christopher says flawless Ganacho was great as an impact sub last year. Uh, do you think he can make the step up to a permanent uh, fixture in this United team this year? No, I don't think he can become a permanent fixture this year. I think it's more so about him just getting more game time and him developing his game more. Because as an impact sub, cold. And he's got that lockdown with the attributes he have, whether the Manchester United are losing, whether we're winning, whether it's a draw, whether we're on the front foot, whether we're defending and trying to get... He's great for all of those scenarios. I'm saying... Off the, off the, yeah, Jason, I know you'll still be here. I know you, you're a real one. Um, because you was on Hassam's case on Battle of the North. We in the same, we fighting the same fight. Um, but yeah, facts, you know what I'm saying? He stuck it on, stuck it on Hassam. But yeah, with um, Ganacho off the bench, that's him. And I'm happy for that to be him two, three, for the next two, three, four years, just to develop his game. And we got Rashford in front of him. So that's cool. I like them two as options over there. It's, I like them two as options. The problem's the rest of the team. And of course, you want him to get more output. And everything like that. Uh, question for TJ. Do you agree Arsenal will be softer now that Xhaka has left? I think he's talking about the fight and having a dog in you and all that type of stuff. Yeah, so so this has been going around. This has been a talking point. Um, I, 
I'm willing to trade that off. I don't think we're going to be softer because we still have we still have Gabrielle in the team. We still have people that'll fight for the badge. And you're not going to tell me that Declan Rice isn't going to get involved. You're not going to tell me you're not going to tell me that that some of the play some of the bigger players on this team isn't going to get involved. I'm really really glad if we are softer. I'm willing to trade it because Jaka got us in so much trouble with his boneheadedness and his stupidness so in in dealing with other players and dealing with the referees. I have not forgotten. I have not forgotten the bone the boneheaded red cards that he got against Liverpool in the league cup last season or the season before last. Now I, I haven't forgotten about this. Everybody's so obsessed with this object, uh, this redemption arc um, with Granite Jacko. What did, what did we win? What did we win with him last season? Let me know. And he wasn't even that good last season. And I feel like I'm, I, I sound like Cam Cam because Cam Cam said the exact same thing. I think a few weeks ago, what did we win? With with Jaka last season, everybody's saying that we we beat the world. We got second. Mm. We got second. We went out in the fifth round of the FA Cup. We were in we, our first game in in the Carabao Cup. We went out. Mm. You're dropped out of the Europa League. What are we talking about here? I don't care who's in the team. I want to see us win. I want players that can contribute to us winning. And if you really look at it. Yeah, of course, Xhaka had a couple of very, very good goals. Xhaka boom and all that. Everybody's going to remember that. Emirates against Man United. You're going to remember that every single time. But but really, is that does that really outweigh the counter that he brought to this team? Liverpool, Trent Alexander-Arnold, yeah, up yeah, to yeah, We lost yeah. the game after that, everybody. So it's not, it's not even, will we be softer? Probably. But will we be less stupid? Absolutely. Absolutely. Other people are going to need to step up. That's a fact. I think Timber has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder too. I'm not worried about us. I'm not worried about our midfield physically. I'm not. Where you know, if you get into the Fabio Vieiras and the Jorginhos of the world, yeah, you got you got to worry about that. But our starting eleven and them being soft, nah, I'm not worried about it. We have people that are smarter that can keep their heads. And uh, yeah, it's an it's. A, I, I think uh, getting rid of Jaka uh, and bringing in Rice, even Havertz. I mean. It's it's in terms of brain cells. I'll trade it every day. Okay, that's all right. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Let me run through some more of the questions as well. Big up the chat. I see you, Jason. Big up for all the super chats as well. Much appreciated. And of course, mm. people, if you want us to get straight to your question, do indeed super chat just so I don't miss. Uh, so I, if you don't want me to miss it, I should say as well. Big up to Jacob who says question for TJ. Where do you see Havertz fitting in? Because it won't be on the bench. Yeah, where so forget. Where I know you don't want him in the side. Where yeah. do you actually see Arteta playing him though? He's gonna play him at left center mid because he's he's paying him three hundred bags a week. So, so you think it's Jacob, left center so mid? Jacob's right. Right. Not striker, Jacob's, no, ja Jacob's right. Jacob's one hundred percent. Like I know Jacob is leading me here because he wants me to say that Havertz is going to be on the bench. Eventually, I think he if he doesn't produce, he will be. Period. And Arteta will drop him if he doesn't. He will drop him. Perform. He will okay, drop him. It doesn't matter how much you're. It doesn't matter how matter how much. At the end of the day, it's a, it's a results based business. Right, mm -hmm. like if he's not if he's not putting in the job and he's not getting the wins, it, Arteta would be crazy to be like, okay, well, I see a huge gap. It's obvious that Kai isn't doing the job. We need to put Trossard in there. We need to we need to slide Rice up and put Party in at CD at CDM. Like it's facts. It's it's just like it's not emotional to me. It's not. Can you are you producing? Are you not? I don't care how much you are getting paid, but at the same time, he is the highest paid player on the team. Kai Havertz, three hundred. I think it was three hundred and thirty bags a week. 
to score goals against the MLS, everybody. And everybody's everybody's pumping the sky's tires. Nah, not yet. Big up Jacob. Make sure you go. Subscribe. Big up Jacob every time. And Jason, big up for this super chat as well. And of course, one hundred and ten percent agree. He says football talk. Football 100%. talk is football talk, lads. But another great show and debate. And appreciate the content as well. Of course, yeah. man. I love debating with people like yourself, Jason. Like others in the chat, especially when it's respectful. Like you said, it's all football talk. That's what it is. And the thing is, we'll be here to know who's right and who's wrong and debated during the season. Like I said, mm -hmm. Mount performs well this season and has a stellar season. Guess what? I hold my hands up and say. I was wrong. Did not expect him to do that, and he was on point this season. Quality. I if just Kai Havertz, if Kai Havertz bags twenty goals, come over to my <laughs> channel, banner yes. me, smash the like while you do it. That's yes. all I'm going to say. I'm 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 shameless like that. I don't care. Come in and right. come in and tell me I'm wrong because if he is successful and the club is successful, I'll gladly eat it. Yeah, because you'd be happy that your club is successful. Yeah. If he helps, but, if he scores twenty five goals and you like win the league, you'll be over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Be over the moon if that happens. Absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Over the moon. Like, that, yeah. That's legit what it is. So yeah, and people always say that. Like someone said it earlier. Like I don't want to be right when you hear me criticizing these players. I hope Mount comes in and gets twenty goals and twenty assists. Because guess yeah. what? That means he's added forty goals to the team. Cool, exceptional. <laughs> if he adds forty go over the moon, or he gets twenty five each. Twenty five. I like. He gets fifty GNA and top. Yeah, man, you get twenty five goals. Obviously, it won't happen, people. And I'm over exaggerating to make the point. Yeah. Is I want him to have a positive impact, not only in terms of stats, but also on the team as well. And that's why I'm not really taking too much in regards to preseason. Um, big up to Jesse as well. Says you trust Ten Hag for away days next season. Yeah, it's a big look for him. That is the one thing that I'm hoping he has learned. Because it was his first season, you have to go away to Arsenal. You have to go away to City. You have to go away to Liverpool. Respect them and show up shop. Sir Alex Ferguson did it with much better teams. When he played Pat G. Sung in the midfield. When he played a John O'Shea in the midfield. When he played a Phil Neville in the midfield. There's a reason them man were there. Spoilers. That's what I called them. And that's not a disrespect. They are needed at certain points in the season. I actually see Bruno as a spoiler. Mason Mount is a spoiler. This is why when Manchester United play big games away from home next season, I was an advocate for Bruno playing wide right. Especially when the opposition had a great attacking fullback. Because he's a spoiler. Stop that fullback. We play in Arsenal and... And Zinchenko keeps inverting. Hey, Bruno, that's your job to stop him getting on the ball. Stop him building up attacks. And he has the attributes to do that. Same way Mount has the attributes to do that. So, yeah, in regards to... I want to see him be much more pragmatic and defensive. Go and play Go and play for 4-5-1. Um, go and do that. 110%. Pack the midfield. Let's say we do sign Amrabat with Casemiro, Amrabat and Mount. And then have Bruno wide right, Rashford left. And let's say it is Hoyland up top. Go there and do that. Play, have four central midfielders in there. Like, I need you to be much more, and be defensively solid. Sit on the edge of your own box when we play away at Arsenal. And stop them from playing for straight. That should be the game plan. Like I said, Sir Alex Ferguson did it so many times when we played Arsenal. So many times when we played Liverpool. We didn't play pretty football all the time. Vast majority of the times under him we did. But sometimes you just got to be ugly. Play ugly. That's what it is. And I'm all for it. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. How he does. Uh, Nathan says, oh, how about Ganacho just ain't good enough to be here at United? I don't get why people are already writing him off. When he had a good first season and he had good impact and he's 18-19. So I can't say. Worst case scenario for, for Ganacho for the next two, three years is that he's a he's an impact player. He's a, a, off the subs bench, which I don't mind because we don't have that elsewhere. 
he gives us something else we don't have. So I don't understand the criticism of Ganacho currently. Now, if he if he stays like that and his game doesn't improve over the next two three years, I'd understand people wanting him gone. But he's eighteen, nineteen. Let give him chance to develop. I even play, he's not even played fifty matches for us yet. Like I can't write him off. He might not even be thirty. He might not even be thirty because he just broke onto the scene. It's probably not. It's probably has he even started ten matches for us. Probably just he's in double figures in terms of stats. Like just relax. Like that's all I'd say with that. Just relax. It's just relax. Like we got many other pressing issues other than Ganacho. And Matesha says TJ, great addition to uh, your yeah. channel, my guy. Hey man, you gotta well, scout people and find the best man. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I was like, yo, let me bring on TJ on this show, 110 percent to talk Arsenal any single time. Uh, Ibrahim says, I don't need 30 matches to see he ain't it. He ain't it for what, though? He ain't it for what? Why? What level is he not at to say you don't need to see 30 matches? What's he not see? Not only he's, he's eight. I think he's 18, 19. I'm not judging a teenager with less than 30 matches to say, yo, you're definitely not the guy. Who knows he can't improve? Bear in mind he had a good first season because no one this time last year, none of us knew who he was. And he had impact in terms of goals and assists and he had impact in terms of um, his overall play. Like we were, the FA Cup final is a prime example. See, Ibrahim, you listening to the wrong people. They see him as the new CR7. I keep saying this. I keep saying this. Stop listening to these people. Get off social media. Because that's only on social media you are hearing that. Stop. And if you got a content creator who's... If you got a, yeah, if you got a content creator saying that, stop watching his stuff. I even hate on people like that. Well, if you got a content creator, yo, stop it. Stop it. This These is are the what same I'm talking people. about. These are the same people that are saying Kai Havertz is going to be the next D Dennis Bergkamp. Yes. Drop me out. Drop stop. me out of stop. all of this. All of it. Like, stop. It. This is what it is. I've never seen... I like Ganacho. I'm a fan. I would never say he's the new CR7. Stop it. <laughs> Who said this? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. You lot spend too much time on Twitter and this ties back into, because it's the summer transfer window of, oh, Manchester United moving slow in the window. No, you're just on Twitter too much. And we get linked to 100,000 players a day. And then it seems we're moving slow. We're moving no slower than everyone else. You've seen how long it takes everybody else to do deals. Look at Chelsea with Caicedo. Look at City with Vardio. Look at Arsenal with Declan Rice. The list goes on. Um, who else? Who's the big club I'm missing? I didn't mention. Yeah, like I say, City with Vardio, Chelsea with Caicedo, Arsenal with Declan Rice, Liverpool with Lavia. Look, and they've agreed personal terms with all, all them. I think all those four players I mentioned have all agreed term personal terms with those clubs. Mm -hmm. And Rice did. Look how long it took Arsenal to get the Rice deal done and to announce him. Like, you, couldn't no half of what you, you couldn't believe half of what you were reading. For I mean, yeah. he was going he was going to City for a solid week, and that yeah. was never actually going to be a thing. You just so. need to relax, man. Like, yeah, yeah Christopher, I agree. Like, and that shows he's 18 years old. I'm not here saying he's the guy. Give him the keys. I'm saying, I like what I've seen so far. You deserve a second and third season. Now, if he doesn't develop, different conversation. I'm saying. 100. Um, Ibrahim says Old Trafford fans uh, sing Viva Ganacho, which was CR7's chant. They wanted him to have the number seven shirt. Don't listen. Ibrahim, you're not new here. Do not listen <laughs> to fans. How many times? You've heard me say this, Ibrahim, because you're a regular here. So you know my thoughts on this. What do I always say? Don't listen to fans, myself included. Fuck the fans. <laughs> Fuck the fans.
because they don't know what they're talking about. Because if it was up to the fans, we'd have we'd have a team full of Carrington graduates and we'd be in League One. So don't, why are you paying attention to Old Trafford? Facts. Our fans rate Scott McTominay. They hail up Scott McTominay. Yeah, these are the same guys that are saying. Yeah, these are the same guys that that saw uh, Charlie Pitino score one goal in a in a five two drubbing of Sunderland in a League Cup game, and then he can't even make it out of Blackburn. These are the same guys saying he's the next guy. He can't even make it out of Blackburn. Now he's out of Arsenal. Like, like, stop. Get off of Twitter. Stop. Like, until they actually give you reason to start tweeting about this, stop. Take your Twitter account down. Watch football. Form your own opinions. Yeah, and he said they're loud, flawless. Why are you listening to them? Yeah. I don't listen to them. What are we talking about? I've not listened to our fans. I've said this for the fuck the fans, myself included. <laughs> I say this all the time. Fuck what the fans think. Everybody at Manchester United who's there from managers, coaches, players, anybody in any form of position, physio, scouts, do your job to the best of your ability. That's what fuck the fans. Because if fans rule clubs, we would be in League One. Because we'd have a whole a whole our whole team would be academy graduates. That's why our fan base lost it about us selling Zidane Iqbal. <laughs> Swear down. I couldn't believe my I couldn't believe the chat, TJ. I laugh with that. I thought, oh, how are we selling like? He's done not yeah, T Gaines. Spot on. Spot on. <laughs> Spot on. I'll never forget. The we Norwegian got gym teacher, yep. We got packed 5-0 by Liverpool at home. We got packed 5-0 by Liverpool at Old Trafford, and the fans were still singing his name. <laughs> Stop listening to these fans. They were still singing his name. We got packed 5-0. Five and that wasn't even nil. enough. That wasn't even enough to get And they five, were still yeah. singing his name. Don't pay attention to all the fans in the ground. Don't pay them no mind. Don't let fans make you critical of players at the football club. Judge Ganacho for Ganacho. Fuck the opinions of everybody else. What are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? What are we talking Like, come on, man. You lot got to be smart. I don't know how old you are, Ibrahim, but we got to be smarter than that. We do. We have to be smarter than that. To Mohammed who says, Flawless, I don't care about the other clubs, but we move slowly. Again, you're on social media too much because there's no player we've gone in for and agreed personal terms and made a bid that has moved slow. This, it just takes time. When you're dealing with a major player and it's big money, it takes time. So we do not move slow. We got the Mount deal done in two, three weeks. We got the Onana deal done in two, three weeks. Hoyland probably in... Will probably be done in the next two, three weeks. Like, what are we talking about? It's not. It's not that bad. Mm-mm. Like, get off socials about, like, we move slow. No, it just takes time because dealing with clubs is hard when you don't have them, when the player doesn't have a release clause. You know what I'm saying? Stop listening to fans <laughs> in the stadium and fans on the in the in on socials and that. Oh, we move slow. Like, oh, we move. Like, I get that a lot. Oh, we move slow on our targets. What targets? <laughs> There's no targets we've moved slower on. The two targets we've had, we got. And Hoyland's the third. And when I say targets, we offered that player, at personal terms, we offered them a contract and we made a bid to their football club. We've done that with three players. Two of them are at Manchester United in Mount. I know Nano. Hoyland's the third. There's no... So who are we moving slow on? Someone tell me, please. Who did we make an official bid for, offer a contract to that we didn't get? Or that we've taken too long. Hoyland, they clearly want money. Because then if we overpay for Hoyland, people will say, oh, well, it's too much money for him. We're trying to negotiate it down. And reports were saying 60 million euros, which is, is great. So we're supposed to just overpay. But then them same fans will complain about us overpaying. 
Fuck me. But TJ, I know you got to go, my guy. Yeah, brother. Thank you again so, so much for having me on, bro. Great Cheers. show, man. Great show. Uh, anything you want to add, let them know where they can find you, what you got coming up, and all that good stuff. No, no, no. Again, thanks, Flawless and Sarcasm City Boys, for having me on. I was a big fan of the channel before I before I hopped on, so big up every single one of you in the chat. Make sure you are smashing likes. Make sure you are subbing. Set the notification bell. This is one of the best football streams on YouTube, period. Um, TJ Warren TV, uh, again, Arsenal fan channel. We are on the road to 500 subs, so if you go could go over there, man. get a How sub. Sure? That'd how far awesome. short are you of before? Sorry to cut you off. How far um, short are you? Of uh, I think it was like it was like one ten last time. Hey, so we were lot, there's over a hundred of you lot in here. At least everybody go over, click the link in the title, and get TJ closer to that five hundred subscribers so we can get into a thousand and get monetized. But yeah, go on, carry appreciate it, appreciate it, brother. Yeah, so TJ Warren TV, um, our flagship show, which Flawless was on a couple of weeks ago. It's called the American Idiots. Great I hosted with my boy uh, Dal, aka the Oregon Gooner, and Connor. Um, it's just us bringing on different content creators um, every Friday night at 9 p.m. UK, and uh, we have the best following on YouTube. So, again, join us over there, TJ Warren TV on YouTube. Uh, and, again, Flawless, thanks again for having me on, man. This is a Anytime, lot man. of fun, brother. Yeah, man, we're definitely going to run it again. I definitely yeah. have to, considering I was thinking what we're going to talk about. The show's flow, man. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> we gonna I, haven't, I haven't seen 90, minute, 90 minutes fly <laughs> like that in a while, so, brothers. So I appreciate it. Hey, big up every single time, TJ. Yeah, man. I definitely, definitely um, get you on again. And when you need me over on your channel, just give me a shout. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah. All right. Love to T love TJ every single time. Yeah. Big up my guy. Bless, bless. Let's see what else you are saying in the chat. We are indeed going to close out. Don't forget though, people, this show and all the other shows on the channel are available on audio only platforms, people. So SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Sarcasm City TV and the shows will pop up. I'm going to drop the links in the chat in a second. But if you're on SoundCloud, listening on the audio, hit the follow button on there, leave us a comment. Spotify, make sure you follow us, five star us on Spotify. iTunes, five star us, write us a review as well. I know some people will be listening on the audio platforms because that's just prefer. That's just how they prefer to listen to their podcast. Some people don't want the YouTube app um, open. Some people want to, if you want to listen while you're cooking, while you're cleaning, driving, while you're at work, while you're on the way to work, you might be at the gym, wherever the case may be, people, feel free to, um, what's it called, um, make sure you head over to the audio platform. I'm going to drop the links in the chat. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button as well. What we got coming up tomorrow? Well, today, technically, 4.30 p.m., people. 4.30 p.m. Sarcasm City Sports Q&A, just answering all your sporting questions. And then after that, 7.30 p.m., we got the members Q&A. Members Q&A on Twitch. So if you want to join that, join the membership. And then 10.30 p.m., the Man United podcast with myself and Eddie, talking all things Manchester United. And then 1.30 a.m., all back over on the Twitch. Big Fights, a Big Nights Only podcast which is the boxing show, Spence versus Crawford, people. We'll be doing a preview of Spence versus Crawford. So, yeah, man, make sure you check that out as well. But, um, yeah, man, love to everyone who has locked in. Big up. Um, let's see what else you are saying. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. And just quickly to this, to Johnny. TJ, I know you got to shoot. Yo, I got I got to shoot, up. brother. Thank you, you again. Shoot. See you later. You can step. Yeah, big up, TJ, every single time. Uh, just get to this quickly. I've just dropped the links to all the audio... Um, all the audio platforms in the chat. But I believe some Manchester United fans choose to be negative because it's become a part of their own culture over the last few years. When you say their own culture, you're going to have to elaborate that, Johnny. Like, what do you mean it's become part? All I would say is that's on United. If you win, no one's negative. 
And if you strive to win, nobody's negative. That's just legit what it is. United were performing well, then, which I've lived through. Very few United fans who are negative. Very, very, very few. But make sure you subscribe to um, TJ Warren TV. Links in the title. Leo Real one, 110%. Glad you subbed. Um, Adam M UFC make sure all of you lot sub as well definitely going to get him back on because that did fly by but yes um, love to everyone who has tuned in already stated check out the upcoming live stream schedule as well at 83 likes let's bump that up to 90 likes I know we will get there people hit the subscribe button as well did we even hit the subscriber mark did we even you know what I'm saying? There is it. Let's see. So basically, they're used to bad deals during transfer windows. So when we do good ones, they don't know how to react because they're not used to it. I hear that to an extent, Johnny. I do hear that to an extent. Like the old Nana deal was brilliant business. I'm saying it was brilliant business in terms of how fast we got the deal done and the price point. But hey, if we would have spent 150 M's on him and it would have took six weeks, they'd still be talking about it. But we move. Well, love to everyone that has tuned in. This has been the Manchester United Arsenal show. Man Name United podcast meets Gonna Talk from the Arsenal podcast live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Thank you very much for tuning in.